I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is the summer of scam movies because we need a break from reality. We need to enjoy ourselves. (laughs) Life is hard. And this was the silliest I'm so, we were texting during it and I was like, I don't want to talk because I have so much to say. I know. I know. I was like, okay, the thing with movies in general for me during COVID mm-hmm. is that my attention span has, has completely broken during <laughs> no. COVID. I cannot sit through a movie. No. I can't sit through, I can barely sit through a show. Like, yeah. And I'm not to going to. Like, speed. if you tell me we're watching a movie, I'm like, that's nice. I'm not. I'm like. I'm gonna watch that in seven parts. Yes. Or whatever. While I'm but texting, yesterday I sat down and did it. Ah. And I was like, it well, was like it my was head. weird. <laughs> okay, so guys, we're it watching. Was so weird. <laughs> we're watching. We watched the Eyes of Tammy Faye, which I thought would be totally different because she won an Oscar for it. Um, Jessica Chastain. Yes won an Oscar and then they show the clip I'm like oh my gosh it's this biopic it's gonna be like I was just thinking of like music swelling and like a whole feeling and and it was cuckoo crazy from the jump it was not what I thought it would be (laughs) at all I think I couldn't tell how much of that was because I'm broken my head's broken and I don't understand movies (laughs) and how much it was just like this this strange story it was so strange it it starts with Uh, her as a child because it's showing her life so and we're going to talk about the scams involved in it but it showed her life as a child and I felt like something happened between when she turned a child to high schooler like she had a lobotomy or something like she got oh my god real stupid to bible college yes and suddenly I was like okay she's still she's as obsessed with religion as ever as ever and as a child she like seemed kind of grounded <laughs> like yeah and like just curious just curious and then like peed herself although then she had that miracle yeah. or whatever happened yeah. and she was speaking latin or something yeah the beginning of the movie is the funniest part so <laughs> and I are texting because the story is this little girl wants to get into a i think it's a pentecostal church that is like a tiny church in the south you're assuming like the it looks like shaker style, like very old timey. Everyone's like speaking in tongues and jumping and stomping their feet. And a preacher is talking and she's looking in and she realizes she can't be there. So she runs away. And then she tells her mom, I want to be there because her mom turns out to be the piano player. And the mom's like, well, you've already fucked my life over once <laughs> for yeah. existing. You can't come to church ever. So the reason she couldn't come to church is because the mother was divorced 
And was she divorced? That's what it was. That was all okay. just divorce. Okay. All just it was all just divorce. Oh, and that that explains so much about the movie. Yes. Because so she's so unhappy with Jim Baker. Yes. But won't leave. Like divorce is like you might as well have, like beheaded somebody. I really thought that like this was just a child of like you know, an out-of-wedlock baby. No, it just was a simple divorce. She only had one child with this man, divorced him, then met some other guy, and you'd think she'd be happy. Perfectly upstanding family. (laughs) She's the most miserable lady. Cherry Jones does not give her a break. She's not happy. Oh, my God. I think the divorce, maybe she was upset she got divorced. We got to unpack that divorce because that's a whole show in itself. (laughs) Okay. Shocked it was divorced. It seemed like something way heavier than that. No, no, no. That's it. And there's like four kids and the the child, Tammy as a child, is standing around the table and she's like, it's just because I'm a mistake and I remind you of the failures you had. Like she just spells out the... She just said, said it. it all. I was like, she's oh going to get smacked. She didn't get smacked. She didn't. No. And I was like, that's impressive. Um, And then she sneaks into the church the next day or next Sunday and starts speaking in tongues and hymns and then pees herself and now she's in it. I didn't catch that part. <laughs> oh again. my god, that freaked me out. <laughs> okay. That's so funny. It freaked me out. They were like, and she's wet herself. I oh. am not a fan of I can't like same with um Oof. what is it, Stars Born when I didn't even see that one. <laughs> oh my god, I almost said Ben Stiller. <laughs> Who's the guy? Bradley Cooper. <laughs> He might as well be a Ben Stiller. With Ben Stiller. That I would watch. And he's the character from Arrested Development. He brings like Hanukkah cookies. Yeah, I can't do... (laughs) I can't do like people wetting themselves on TV. It's so like... I hate it. I'm just like, this is a big deal. Like I recognize (laughs) that we only use this story device when it's a big deal. (laughs) But also this is TV and this is my pretend place. Like I don't want to see anyone peeing. I need something lighter than this. So much lighter. So, yeah, so then you fast forward and it's like years later and she's in college and is a crazy person. <laughs> like as soon as she gets to college. Oh, my God. She was like, I, okay, first of all, I actually am obsessed with Jim Baker's um, preaching style, which is you should be rich. God wants you to be rich. I would love that. <laughs> I'm like, that's amazing. I fully agree. <laughs> yes, I would love some money. As someone who's not rich, yes. I'm like, yeah. We should all be rich. I think that's fabulous. I know. I the whole time I was like, I love his lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> I would love a pool and everything to be in cream. Like it yeah, looks beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that rug they had in their house? It was like six inches of so, fur or whatever. So shag. <laughs> so <laughs> So guys, in the movie, okay. <laughs> The the colors, you got to get your eyes on this film. I don't even know. Good, bad, I don't know. Oh, we didn't say one part. The one part that was kind of weird as Tammy Faye as a kid that I texted Corinne immediately was when she was like, ah, she was having her hands talk to each other. And she was like, I hate yes. you. You go to hell. You're trash. And that yes. was the funniest part. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When they did that in the beginning, I was like, okay, they're setting up that she's really into puppets. Oh, I didn't get that at all. I was like, the rest of this movie is going to be this woman built a career. Okay. I also got super confused. Yeah. I thought for some reason my brain was short circuiting and I was like, she was lamb chop. This is the woman's lamb chop. (laughs) Literally what I thought was going to happen. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. I had no idea. This is the story of lamb chop. I had the same thought. Absolutely. I was like, <laughs> they don't mention lamb chop. Lamb- <laughs> this has nothing to do with lamb chop. Lamb chop is so different. It's this is a pig with a wig. It's so it's so yeah. different. <laughs> she burned the ears off of the pig. Wasn't that crazy? She burned the ears off. Guys, it is crazy. So the beginning of this movie, like Tammy Faye, they set her up. She's a psychotic person. Any problem, the solution is touch her husband's dick. Any solution yes. is like be incredibly sexual. She could not. She was so horny. She was so creepy. And then I was like, I'm not this horny. No. (laughs) What's going on with me? No. And then she's like, we got married because I guess we boned. Yeah. It was so wild. And there wasn't any element of, oh, no, I don't want to criticize the movie, but I was like, I was like, does, is anyone on her page? Is she on anybody's page? Because even her mother is like, you were disappointment as a child and you're disappointment now. Everybody hates her. Everyone, nobody liked her. And also, Mm-mm. I liked her. I loved her. So I was like, what's going on? Like, I, I really related to her. understand, like, why people were like, 
kind of put off by her because I was like, yeah, she's like chipper. I guess that's the problem. But it was in the 50s when people were chipper, right? People were chipper. And also like, she's the nicest person here. Yes. And she's very good at singing. Yeah, she did great. Her music's really good. I was listening. Okay, so the thing that, so I'll explain the story if you don't know the story, is that so Jim and her met in college, and right away he starts saying, like, we should be rich. We shouldn't be, like, suffering this idea that, like, Christians have to suffer. So he's like, we don't need to suffer. We Like, God wants us to be happy, which is amazing. If somebody was like, I wish that was just my mindset. Like, God wants me to be happy. I'll do whatever I want. That It's a very powerful place to be. <laughs> it's very powerful and dangerous. So then they decide they're sort of – they're going to drop out of college. They're going to get married because they want to fuck because she's – her solution to everything is fucking, then they're going to create their own church and they're going to be like the heads of their own place, which is, I, I can't imagine like what she must have thought as a human being, not the character, but like the human being being like, everyone thinks she's garbage. And then someone's like, let's run the world together. I'd be like, okay, great. Like I would totally yeah. sign up to do whatever like, he wanted. Finally. Finally. Yes, I've been absolutely. talking to puppets my whole life. Now we can like, you know, bone and be happy. And also he was into all the puppet stuff. He was, in, <laughs> he was She was doing a lot of puppet stuff like in that back. Yeah, he was a turn on for him. And he was like, okay. I was like, if if my husband ever spoke to me as a puppet to try and get laid, I'd be like, we're going to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly, like, okay, I first of all, divorce. <laughs> first of all, divorce. It's it is on the table. It's a great option. <laughs> this movie has got it wrong. Divorce is rules. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, and then he, yeah, he's into the puppets, super creepy. And I felt like he was, then the next scene, they're the traveling puppeteer religious people, which works, guys, it works. If you want to talk to kids into anything, talk like a puppet and they'll believe you. It really does work. It really does. (laughs) I do that with my nephew on FaceTime. I bought an Elmo puppet so he would like be interested in chatting with me. It worked for like three months. Okay, but that, that's so nice of you. He's like, it was cute. Aunt Corinne. And then he was like, wait a second. Oh my gosh. I, see, I saw your hand. I saw your wrist. Lewis, I have like, I did the biggest disservice to him. He was a very nervous kid. And one day, one of our friends, when this was beginning of COVID, he was, he was nervous, probably because I'm nervous, but <laughs> the dad dressed up as Santa Claus and Lou looked like he was going to shit his pants. Like, who is this person? We were at his friend's house. Like, what's happening? And so I said, like, Lewis, it's okay. It's the daddy. He's dressed up. Like, it's pretend. And sometimes people like yeah. to dress up. And so, it helped him not freak out, but he would have peed his pants too, just like in that Pentecostal church. Of course. And then, though, from now on, anytime we see like any video of like Disneyland or something, he goes, Dad, that's fake. <laughs> and he, scro- <laughs> he yells out loud, like, Well, Dad, that's fake. That's not real. That's fake. And he's using, I think he's but, using it to like not creep himself out, but he yes. is really ruining the, the magic. <laughs> like, he's oh, ruining- <laughs> there's no, he skipped right over the magic. He really phase. did. I really fucked him up. <laughs> he's like, Mom, that's a fake. And I was like, Okay, I'm so sorry. All right, well, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> a friend's dad just up as Spider Man for the party, and he was like, Mom, tell me who's inside that. Like, he, he's, he's only four, and he's like, we got to get to the bottom of this. Who's that? Who, yeah. who the fuck is that? So he's a detective is really what he, you discovered. I guess he is a detective early, way too early to be one. <laughs> too early to too early to be. <laughs> to be so traumatized. Yeah, I, so I, I took that out of his brain. But back to the movie, they go around the South getting money to be preachers, and people come and kids come, and they're charming the hands off, the pants off these kids. Then... He buys a fancy car to surprise her. Mm-hmm. She's immediately mm-hmm. turned on, immediately goes to sex. Yeah. Obsessed with that. <laughs> I really love it. And then the car gets stolen one day or gets taken by the bank. We don't okay. know. Unclear. Also, apparently that didn't happen in real life. Yeah. I get that because it made no sense. <laughs> yeah. Because that a bank doesn't just come to a hotel you're staying at and steal like, your car. I was like, they don't track where you are for your car. No, they didn't have GPS Did then. No, no, no. No way. And it wasn't. They were also traveling town to town, so I feel like it would have been better if they said like they froze their accounts or something. But it was yes, yes. It was bizarre. So the car goes missing. Yeah, the car is missing. But there's some weird things of like Jim like has this baby face where he's like, I think I paid it. I don't know if I paid it. So I I was like, are you guys trying to tell us that Jim is like shady from the get go? Like, I think he is. Oh, he sucks. But like, I was trying to figure out like, what were they trying to hint at? Some of that was too vague. Like, they were very clear on her sex life and divorce. But like, Jim was a little vague. My impression was that Jim has not been making the payments because it's all an act. Okay. And they're not making enough money traveling as like this traveling circus right now. Yeah. 
So he can project wealth, but he doesn't actually have it right now. But then how convenient, how convenient God's will, they run into the head of a network. Right. And I don't think that actually happened either. And so there's a little bit of this movie that's like pushing the God's will pedal. I'm like, all right, yeah. guys. Like, <laughs> if this- as someone who wants to break into TV, <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah, I have been dying. I've been at so many motels. Or actually, that is how it works. That I is know. how it works. Of, like, people are like, oh, I was at the mall, and like, I fucking know. I I have sent a new pilot I've written to like 15 people. Everyone's like, uh-huh. I'd love to read it. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is the Great. business. This is what it really is. Like, yeah. not just the writing of a pilot, the writing, like, suddenly you're admitting to yourself you're a TV writer. That journey's over. Now no. it's just like, will you please answer my email? Yeah. Though most of the job is <sighs> sending emails and networking. And you know what? I don't like that. Part. I don't like it. I, send me <laughs> send me over in a cottage. Put me up. Put me in a Pentecostal house. I'd, I'd rather do anything besides networking. Yeah. Yes. I, I love I love where this episode is going. Also, like the people that are like half naked on Instagram, like that's a way of networking, which I don't have energy for. I just don't I'm have not going to do that. There's no way. For, no. I'm too tired. I'm just too tired. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't know. I have to shave my legs. There's just, like a lot happening in the world. Yeah, there's like a lot of prep going into that that I'm like, I don't have, I don't want to do. So much prep to be sexy. <laughs> there's so no, much. Yeah. I'm like, well, which is why T- Tammy Faye is just always ready to go. And I'm like, what? She's down to bone. But so the actress, they put prosthetics on her face to look like Tammy Faye. I wish they didn't because I just was staring at her prosthetic fake fat chin. <laughs> the whole movie. I was so distracted by her like, like wisdom teeth removal. Yes. Like cheeks. And she really, Tammy Faye Baker really does look like that. She does. But, but like it was so strange to like be seeing, you know, those photos yes. where it's like we can like overlay we can like predict what your child's gonna look like yes. and it's like a weird like combination of you and your partner yes that's what it looked like where it's like oh i see those eyes are this person's and this cheek is this yes, person yes there's like spaces it almost was like she had those the wisdom teeth gauze in her cheeks the whole time i was like yes. is she acting with also cheeks in her gauze in her mouth that's what it seemed like yeah and then the thing is is that this i don't think too much acting like i don't think prosthetics cheeks have come very far like that's not like where like no nope. because you can really make breasts look really realistic you can make a nose like but I don't think there's that much like time and research done into like pumping prosthetic cheeks <laughs> because this movie proved it <laughs> it was a terrible and yet they did win the Oscar for makeup they did that's what I was curious so, about so I think that they yeah it was one of those awards that I think was cut from the main Always cut. like yeah, show of course and then they like showed it briefly like oh, they showed like applauding. a sped up version yeah. of it yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Her yeah. Her and then his cheeks. Andrew Garfield is that his name? Yeah. Was were those cheeks or is he just way older than I remember him being? No, he is young as hell. And okay, th- guys, the movie had so many bizarre things too. So his cheeks were poofy for fake cheeks, and then in the first few years of their lives dating, I feel like they whitewashed their faces. Like it looked like they were in a filter the whole time. Like they like yes. smoothed them out, which was also insane. I couldn't believe I'm like Jessica Chastain is actually in her forties. No, think. yeah, that was an Instagram filter. It was I was jealous. I was like, wow, I need to get this work done. <laughs> yeah, me too. I talked to my mom. I was like, I think I need Botox. She's like, we'll talk. <laughs> I love literally it. every time I'm watching anything these days, I'm like, I need Botox. I need, well, Botox is now like the calling card of like an actor. It's like, well, are yeah. you are you frozen from here on? So she the I couldn't stop staring at her weird cheeks. So they're in the movie, they have this moment that somebody from a Christian network says, we love you. We'd love to have you do an episode on our network or something like be a guest. And then yeah. they finagle their way into being a guest. And then live on air, Jim, when they're supposed to do like crazy, cutesy puppet hour, says, I'm starting a new show. Yeah. Was that like a twist? I think that was part of, they're trying to show this scamminess that Jim did where I don't even know if that's real or not. He just forces people's hands yeah. into like saying yes to him. It was a live like taping of their TV show and he said, and we're going to have a new one coming out because they showed the scene before that the owner of the network said, no, we're not doing that. So instead of having another conversation, he just says we're doing it on TV. <laughs> I actually really respect that Me move because I, I do <laughs> I think like, that's what you God. I do think that's how you have to get it done. Me too. I was like, that's brilliant. I did write a pilot once where a woman did exactly that, where she was like, and I'm happy it. to announce I'm the new whatever. I love that. Wait, I think that also happened in the morning show. 
did that? That's like how Reese Witherspoon got on the, you know, the Today Show. That show is cuckoo bananas. I have that whole seen show it. is a scam. That whole show I can't even <laughs> to the audience of like oh you're telling me this is a thought out show. <laughs> that show too is like all these like movie stars. I'm like, can you just give us a second? Can you just let actors? Be, can we get one part? <laughs> I know, I know. Just go do a movie. Okay, cool it. You yeah. all have Oscars. <laughs> just go away. <laughs> Also, like, take a break. Yeah. Do a sabbatical. Go rent a house in Maine, okay? Meet some squirrels and give us a chance. We'll apartment swap for one week. Yes, let's swap. I'll VRBO my tiny closet. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, okay, so Jim is an icon. (laughs) Like, is a scamming psycho icon. I do appreciate what he did. So then they start to do... um, He has his own show. Because what he wanted was the Tonight Show of religious tv and he called it the 700 club and if you've ever turned on the 700 club it is nothing like the tonight show it is so (laughs) disappointing it i remember like it would be on we watched a ton of pbs as kids and it would come on like after we watched arthur or something we'd be like no yeah because they looked like a bunch of old wrinkly like goblins talking about the newspaper how i remember it i was like this is so familiar to me but i don't know if i've ever seen it it is the ugliest set it is it's set up like it's like in a church basement with like two chairs. The fa- the yeah. fact that he thought it would be a Tonight Show is the funniest thing. That's like the funniest that bit is of the movie. So funny. <laughs> and then he and they sit down and they're as old as hell. I feel like the second he started, he just was like his hair turned bright white. Like he just looked like an old man yeah. right away. So old. So old. And like just the pacing is old. And it just and it's and then it went on, it's gone on for like years. It might still it's, be going. Isn't it still on? Probably. I think, I think that was in the epilogue of the movie. It was like, and to this day, oh, I actually did look up what Jim Baker's up to now. What's he doing? He's still alive. He is still preaching on TV, but now it's not about wealth. It's about the apocalypse. <gasps> oh. <laughs> he became an apocalypse preacher. That checks out. Like, of course he did. Of course, of course he did. I thought you were going to say, because I figured his his new preach would be about forgiveness. Like, I went to jail. Jesus loves no. me. He'll forgive you. No, it's about the apocalypse. Should It should have been. should have been. A lot of should that. should have been. Wow. But it seems, I mean, this was one line in an article I read. I no, that's know. fine. That's all I need. <laughs> also, throughout this, Jim is really mean to her. And then he might be yes. gay. He might be gay. He was, came out and I was just like. That doesn't justify how mean he is. No, I wish they had started like any any clue of his struggle early. Yes. He's like total side character. And psychopath. And psycho like so mean. So mean. So mean. And like not kind at all. Oh my God. When Tammy Faye had the second her second <gasps> kid. And he was just like I was bawling. I mean, I wasn't really crying, but I was like thinking I should cry. I was so mad because I was like, actually, Tammy Faye just found true love mm-hmm. and didn't really cheat on you yet. No, she just broke her water on some guy. And he was like, something <laughs> crazy's going on here. Guys, we're ruining the movie for Spoilers you. to what could have been a happy ending. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, Tammy. Okay. Jim has his own show, The 700 Show. Then he goes to also announces he's going to create his own network called like Praise the Lord Network, PTL. Yeah. And so in Praise the Lord Network, they are closer to The Tonight Show, sort of like an I Love Lucy, like with the bongos and stuff. It kind of looked like that, like a little bit of like that stage show. And Tammy Faye in this is doing a lot more singing and her singing career is taking off, which we were saying she's a great singer and I like her tunes. That one song she did in the studio, I was like, this is a good song. It is great. And also, I'm like, if you're singing to me that everything's going to be okay, that's what I need right now. When she was singing it, even on the TV, I was uh-huh. just like, you know, this, I think she might be right. <laughs> Jesus does love me. Even though I'm Jewish, he does. Yes. Oh, I would even be Even though so- this has nothing to do with me, I do think it's about me. Even though this is a farce, he loves me. Like, you know, it's like a, a farcical way. <laughs> he loves all of us. Yeah, you know, everybody. So then she, we take her to the recording studio where she's finally given some attention. While they have this TV show, she can never actually talk with Jim. He's basically telling her, like, she's an idiot. She sucks. She's a loser. She's late. She's early. Whatever it is, he'll pick at her. And then she's in a recording studio with this recording engineer. And he is, like, the sexiest man in the world. I know. (laughs) He is so beautiful. And then he's 
saying like the nicest things. It's incredible. It, that I was like, just I want to watch this. I want to. I want it in real time. That experience. Yes. Because <laughs> I yes. kept cutting back and forth. I was like, can we spend more time? It was a long uh-huh. two-hour movie. I was like, can we just let this sit, guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is beautiful. I wanted that to be where it ends, and Me I'm like, too. I'm happily ever after. Tammy leaves. I wanted her to take the prosthetic cheeks off of her and yep. say, "Be yourself." <laughs> She rips them off one by one and then is like, let's get out of here. Let's do it. Holds on to her love handles and her cheek handles and just says, it's time. So, but in this show, she's so cute. And Jessica Chastain is like so charming and sweet. Yes. And like vivacious and lovely. And then she, they go like they're about to kiss, which is like, oh my God, oh my God. And she straddles him and then her water breaks and she has to have a baby. I was like, God damn it. And he even stayed with her. I think like if somebody broke their water on me and it was our first kiss, (laughs) I would be a little (laughs) overwhelmed. But he took her to the hospital. (laughs) He took her to the hospital. It was really cute. And he stayed there. I know. know. And I'm just like, then he left, but I really wish he hadn't. I know. Oh, so while this is happening too, you're seeing Jim like tickle fight with his producers and his engineers. The engineers are really the the catalyst in a lot of this. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So Jim and he are, like, having fun and being goofy. And so both of them are unhappy. But, again, we go back to you cannot divorce or else everyone will hate you. And also Jim is such a little scammer that he, like, made Tammy Faye feel like she's the problem. Yes. And so she's – Which I hated. I hated it too. And I don't know – I mean, I guess I could sit through and go line by line and find out what's real and what's not, but I'm not going to. No, because this is, in fact, the movie's canon. And because this is all we're doing at this moment. This is the light summer of scum. But um, when he came in, so Jim came in and just made her feel like shit immediately for cheating on him while she's holding a baby, like after her body's like not even sewn up. <laughs> like No, I know. I was like, what is going on? Yes. And then they explain that that. She is so depressed after the baby is born, obviously. And then they put her on all these pills. And I'm like, hi, it's me. <laughs> like, when babies are born, <laughs> it's a tough time. <laughs> it's a tough time. We can all be a little nicer to Tammy <laughs> Faye right now. Yeah, I was like, I would have loved a couple more pills. Like, it was real loopy loopy. <laughs> and then she's taking these pills like a champ. And it was the most relatable. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was really, I did like seeing someone that was my that's one of my big COVID changes too is like I'm medicated now yes it's the best so, and I'm like I get it Tammy Faye yes <laughs> I get it keep going me too and then there are moments where she was like I'm gonna take care of this by eating seven pills and I was like I hear you <laughs> I know and then she did she put like four more in yes. her hand and I was like let's see how this goes (laughs) i don't know (laughs) let's see how this pans out because i'm interested it doesn't go well she almost dies but also like nobody cares nobody's watching her nobody nobody at everybody was mean to her her mom uh, you never saw her relationship with her kids that was sort of severed that i i really wish we got more of that me too and like the son is crying and she's like drugged up in the bed and it sounds like you hate her at this point, but you really love her. <laughs> you still love her. You still love her. You still love her. You're still like, this isn't her fault. This is not her fault. And so she rings some sort of bell. You never see anybody coming to help her or anything. So somebody somebody takes care of the kid who answers to yeah. a bell. Then she goes down the stairs <laughs> and you see the luscious living room that they now have. They live on a lake. Like all of the money from their uh-huh. television network, they have these like call centers saying, support us, please support us. And they usually do it by having some sort of incredibly emotional episode. And then they're like, and the lines yep. are open. So 1-800, you know, pay us now. <laughs> so the house bought this from all their, like, parishioners' money. Yeah. No, I think that's right. People who go to the parish. <laughs> so she comes downstairs and you finally get the look of this gorgeous living room that they spent all of their people's money on. And the shag carpet is like 17 inches tall. <laughs> oh my God, it was so thick. So thick. It was the most like 70s, 80s, gorgeous, tackiest design I've ever seen. And on her little drugged out mind, she convinces someone else to work with her husband. <laughs> uh huh. I know. She's still good. She's, she's still good so at this work. She's so good. She's yeah. so charming. And that all I believed. Like, I did believe that drugged or not drugged, the real Tammy Faye could just walk in and be like, I love you. You love me. We love God. Let's go. Like, let's go. There's something yeah. about it. I also want her to bone that guy. You know, she's so sexual. I know. I know. The guy who she was sitting in the back of the Jeep with. Yes. I was like, can you go fuck now? 
wait, I think she might have it in real life because she has a sec- she had a second husband after Jim in real life. Ooh, who who was that? like a general contractor for mega churches. And I'm like, I wonder if it was that character. I wonder if it was him. We won't know. <laughs> I don't have time we to look won't that. I, wasn't, <laughs> I guess I don't retain enough information. No, we don't know. Okay. The, the thing that kind of threw me with this movie was watching Jessica Chastain's Oscar accept, acceptance speech before the movie. She talked all about how gay, bi, people of color, people queer, everything, like how they deserve acceptance and love and everything. Now, that's amazing because the actress said that and that was part of her speech. But I thought there would be more of that in the movie. And what you just saw was her creepy ass husband. It was like two scenes. Two seconds. Two scenes. And and she says, you know, she likes the gays. But I was like, I want to see her in. Because if you Google her online, there's all these like amazing pictures of her with drag queens and her with yes. all these like gay icons. And I was like, let's pump up the gay. They didn't do that at all. No, they didn't do any of that. I'm glad you mentioned the drag queen thing because I haven't seen the real Tammy Faye's connection with yeah. the LGBTQ yes. community. And I was wondering like, no, 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 we can't just celebrate someone for saying like the gays deserve to live once. And then we're like, this person was an icon. Thank no. you for your allyship. I'm like, no, they need to do more than that yes. for us to praise them. But it seems like maybe the real Tammy Faye did. I think she did. I think she did a lot more. And at that time, like not only don't even get me started with divorce, like you couldn't be gay, like my God. And so yeah. Also, what the pressure that we're seeing is that Jim and Tammy are kind of um, fighting against a Baptist church that is very, like, intense, doesn't want any singing, dancing, no puppets, no gays, no gay puppets. No puppets. <laughs> it's really intense. And that's why it's trying to show Jim's reason for needing to spend so much money and kind of trying to, like, get the best of them and, like, make more money yeah. than them and make his own, like, bush gardens or something. But religious like Bush <laughs> really that's exactly what it was that's exactly yeah. what it was he's like and then we're gonna have a tram here and it was just crazy. it's like all rides that are three yeah. inches off the ground <laughs> and like one sad giraffe that they're like god wants yes. him here all right hey he told me <laughs> he texted me so so this whole thing's happening and jim is having weird affairs tammy's sad and then jim decides that she has to basically beg for her forgiveness on live TV and talk about being unfaithful. I was so upset. And during like another call-a-thon where they were raising money and they raised a fuck ton of money again. Yeah, because again, he's just using Tammy Faye as his pawn for more and more money because he knows that no one cares about him. No. They're just charmed by Tammy Faye. They're, and, and also he uses her as the butt of the jokes. He uses her of like the yes. stupid one. Like he just takes her entire life experience and smears it to make as much money as he can. Yeah. And yep. and so when all of this is happening, he is doing basically like the Ponzi scheme of like stealing from Peter to pay Paul. And he's, he's taking yeah. money and billions of dollars from his investments, you know, from his religious organization, putting it into – construction, putting it into contracting, saying he's putting into the church, but a lot of it is put into his own personal bank account. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, but we also built homes for women in need. They loved saying that. They said it like five times. They're like, there are single women. (laughs) It's like the single, not, not sickly, not destitute. And they're just like, these women don't have men. Okay. They need a house. No, just single women need help. Yeah. That's that's the perfect excuse to build your own mansion. Your own mansion. Because you helped five single women. These five ladies, you know, don't know their names, don't know anything about them, don't know how many kids they have. <laughs> they are really our ticket to take care of ourselves. Now, I will say to all the, you know, angry people, all the newspaper articles, he said he wanted to be rich from the get-go. So really? He was transparent about this from the start. Just, I know. The most honest he's ever been. Yeah. And you know what? Here, My, my question <laughs> is like... Wh- Tammy Faye was into this. She was. Like, she was, she's a charmer for but sure. She but she loves the money. Liked, she liked the lifestyle. She did. She did. Those cheeks don't lie. They were and so happy. And her mom called her out on it. Yes. Her mom called her out on it multiple times, at least in this movie. Yeah. And Tammy was like, just look the other way. Yeah. And was like, look, God loves it. I love it. Like, yeah. their creation of God, which is very similar to a lot of the scammers in religious space, they just sort of double down real hard on what they think God is, <laughs> whether there's yep. been any proof or any evidence. They're just like, yep. no, 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 this is me. This is me. And like, as luck would have it, I'm the center of this God's plan. Loves it. Wants me to be rich. <laughs> wants me to have waxes. Wants me to have tans. Wants, wants me, me to, to get waxed. <laughs> God wants these nails to be six inches long and my yep. shag rug to be 16 inches long. Yeah. God wants you to have permanent <laughs> lip liner. Oh my he God. told me. 
<laughs> that is so funny because that that is the jump too. So you're seeing Tammy. Every single excuse she has is that God wants this. And in my mind, I was like, could I ever say to myself, it's that like weird, creepy voice in the back of your head that she's calling God. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, she's calling God. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to sit in bed and have like boatloads of like banana splits and like have somebody do my hair and makeup. Can I say, th- is that God? Maybe it is. Is that God? <laughs> Maybe. Well, what's worse is that so many of the thoughts in my head, which is why we're medicated, are not nice to me. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so it's like, imagine saying that that's God. Yes. I'm like, God thinks I never should have said that in seventh grade. Or like, God oh, thinks yeah. that it's really embarrassing I did this yesterday. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. In my head, I have like the... The horrible things. And then the good things are like slightly passing. But I do think they have they have that good idea that if anything's negative, they say it's the devil. I know. I was like, this is actually brilliant. And this is what they're doing today of like yeah. saying that, oh, the, the manifesting media is out to get us. Oh, manifesting. I am so about manifesting. Oh, I'm full in on manifesting. But <laughs> My TikTok feed is just women being like, here's how you can manifest. That one little tiny girl who like... She- that she met the old people at the place she worked at, and it turns out they were the writers of the book. Did you see that girl? No, but I believe it. She has her own house now. Okay, next time she's on my feed, or hopefully I get her now. No, I I keep getting this woman who's like, pour a glass of water, and it's your old life. Oh. And then pour this other glass of water, and it's like all the things you're trying, like like you're trying to manifest. And then there's something involved where you like chug them like really fast. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I have the energy for that this morning, but... I manifest that you pee your pants. One of these days, I'm going to wake up and, like... And I have to pee real bad. Or be real thirsty. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yes. Okay. So, so yeah. So, Jim and Tammy, anything that was remotely good, they pushed hard, which, again, I don't hate. And then anything that was bad, they called it the devil. But that was sort of, like, fascinating to be able to separate your thoughts so strongly in that way. They're like, look, God wants this for me. Any, Any pop into their head was God. So... What's been happening is that her water broke. She now they have their own network. They're very successful. Yep. They gave seven hundred club to the guy, that old guy. So there's an old mm-hmm. guy on seven hundred club now forever for the rest of our lives. Um, they have a brand new network. They're making so much money. They they have fifty million viewers, like in incredible Wild. amount of people watching. They are very successful. And then 
I think the, the cracks start to form when he said, I mean, the cracks were there and were like musings of it. But when he said like she cheated on me and kind of broke that during that like fundraiser, yeah. that's when everybody started making fun of her even bigger because she was being make, made fun of on her own network. <laughs> they were basically yes. saying like God wants us to really make you feel like shit. Yes. And and suicidal. <laughs> like it was just really intense. That really tipped the scale. It really did. You know, when your own network says you're trash. So <laughs> your own husband. <laughs> So then people start to investigate and people start to call in and it's been told that Jim had sex with a man on top of another woman. It was bizarre. It was so bizarre and so creepy. Yeah, I really do want to know more about that, but also I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Me too, me too. (laughs) Me too. I did Google, well, until my computer shut down, I was Googling all of Jim's scams. So I have here... Televangelist Jim Baker is indicted on federal charges. This is in 1988. So I guess Tammy Faye really wasn't like all knowing about this because she didn't serve time. She didn't serve any time. And it's really interesting because in the movie, Jim said, I'm going to be a gentleman for you and I'm going to take the fall because they started to get like followed by the feds and stuff. And he's like, I'll take the fall for you. I'll do it all. And like he has creditors out for him and everything. He never took the fall for her ever ever. So I kind of think that was fake. I kind of think it was yeah. just they, they didn't have enough charges on her. So I think they sort of romanticized it that he was a good guy at the end. But I firmly believe he would have thrown her under the bus if he had enough evidence. Yeah, I think he would have been like, and, sh- and she was part of it. <laughs> yeah. And her creepy <laughs> eyelashes killed everyone. So I have here, it's indicted on December 6, 1980. Baker and Han, the woman, had a sexual encounter in a Florida hotel room. And Baker paid Han over $350,000 to remain silent. So that's also where a bunch of money went. That's so much money. Yeah. She, they also in this article said she claimed she didn't want to be in the spotlight, but she also posed for Playboy. And you know what? You can also not want to be in the spotlight and pose for Playboy. That's, yeah. I mean, that's your right. You can do whatever you want. So they, the Bakers, this is from history.com. So, you know, it's, it's old and, <laughs> and poignant. <laughs> history.com. <laughs> yeah. Had a talk show, Elements featuring celebrities, music, comedy. With all of the money from their programming, they built a 2,200-acre resort called Heritage USA, which featured a studio large enough to seat 1,800 people. So 6 million people visited the park in 1986. Six million people went? Yes. And it's, in one year? Yes. And placing it behind only Disney World and Disneyland in terms of attendance. So it was right there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I really underestimate the religious community. <laughs> so I say you put put God and put in a puppet and you really can, like, change the world. Yeah. Maybe we need our pilots need to be faith-based, I faith think, based if we want to get anywhere. And we need to get some meetings with some puppets on our hands. <laughs> <We're> yeah, like, <laughs> look. <laughs> look, guys, <laughs> let's get over here. Okay, so it says here on history.com that although the evidence was not particularly strong, Jim Baker was convicted in 1989 and sentenced to 45 years of prison. Um, they divorced while he was in prison. And that's it. <laughs> so, and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> and I just, I really wanted to get like, when we were texting Corinne, you were also like, I want to know, is she dead? Is she alive? I want to get my eyes on her. Like, I wanted to see more about her. What did you think about her when you looked at her, when you looked her up? When I looked at the real Tammy Faye, I think her look made more sense to me mm-hmm. because I wasn't like searching for the Jessica Chastain within yeah, the look. Yeah, yeah. And when I saw her, I was like, oh, she actually looks like a grandmother or yes. like an aunt or like a friend's, you the know, goofy lady yes. parent that we love. And they showed in the very beginning, they showed that like she had too much makeup and she said like, this is me. My eyelashes are me. And I was waiting for that part in the movie too. I, we never saw the evolution of her eyelashes, which was a real no, disservice. No, we didn't. They left, they conveniently left that out. Yeah. I want her to go like, oh my God, fake eyelashes are amazing. Like they show her in like yeah. a lot of mascara and then suddenly uh-huh. she's Tammy Faye cuckoo with the crazy eyes. And I want to yep. see like how she got there. That's very important. Yes. Oh yeah. She divorced. She married Ro Messner. Yeah. So I'm thinking if it was that, I'm wondering if it was that character. I didn't catch his I name in the so. film. I think it was I him. So. I think it was him. Okay, so let's see. It seemed romantic. I know. So they had a South Carolina lakefront home with gold-plated bathroom fixtures. And... Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, also, which was so crazy, is that they talked about... they. So this whole time you have the villain, which is like the Baptist guy, 
played by Vincent D'Onofrio. Is that it? He really looked like the real guy. I know. Okay, so Vince D'Onofrio played it. He was wonderful. And he was sort of the only one that was against him. I, re- I wish that they had shown more of like the U.S. government, probably like you're yes. doing illegal things. Yeah. But it says here in, so he, they show Jim Baker telling Vince D'Onofrio's character that this is how much money they make a year. And then he did a press conference and like, it wasn't confidential, and then he told everybody how much yeah. money they made. So it says here in Wikipedia, another amazing article, <laughs> that Roe was convicted of bankruptcy fraud, having claimed to owe nearly $300 million over to 300 creditors in 1990. He faced sentencing... Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to back this up. Roe, her now her ex-husband sucked. Wait, this is the common thread is Tammy Faye. (laughs) I know. Okay, this is insane. Okay, so Tammy Faye, she did marry property developer Roe Messner. And he had a contracting business that built much of Heritage USA. Okay, so that was the guy from the movie. But then Roe was the one who produced the money for the $265,000 payment to Han, the uh, sextortion thing. So Roe produced the money to pay off the woman who was, you know, silenced with money. Right. And then in 1996, Roe, the guy who she married, was convicted of bankruptcy fraud, having claimed to owe nearly $30 million to over 300 creditors in 1990. As he faced sentencing in 1996, he said he could not afford to treat his prostate cancer because he lacked health insurance. He was sentenced (gasps) and served 27 months in prison. What? Okay, so wow. then she got That's interesting. That's interesting. I wow. want to know that she got married to the other crazy guy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She was nice to people with AIDS? She was nice, but she was nice to people with AIDS. I did think that that was really sweet and special. So special. And, and I'm like, I can't imagine having watched that. Like, I do think that if I was, I'm imagining being a very conservative Christian, I would be like, wow, this, she's right. We should be nice to people. Yes. And then she was just saying, like, can we just be nice? I think she was also probably the only one saying that at the time. The only one yes. on television. The only one, the only Christian. And so I can't get over the fact that that was also taken out. Now, my husband and I were joking because we're like, you like, it's never satisfying to see a personal biopic because you're like, there's so many levels. <laughs> like, you know, you, you have yes. like her great grandson oh that's like, God. well, what about Christmas in 84? Like, or whatever. Yes. You know, like that was a huge party nobody talked about. That's so funny. That's exactly what I was saying. Too. Yeah. When it was over, I had watched it with my fiance, Eli, and we were like, actually, I don't think I like biopics. I think yes. I just want a in-depth documentary, multi-part, yes, multi-episode series of like all of the weirdness about this. Totally. And then I was finding, because they did splice in like real footage in the very beginning. And then I found myself Googling because as we're watching it at home during COVID, I'm like on my computer the whole time and I'm Googling what the real lady looked like. And then I'm looking at the prosthetics and it's like, yeah, at this point, I think we just want to have a breakdown of what actually happened. Yes. You know, which this episode is not giving the listener either. So, you know, we're... (laughs) Okay. But Tammy Faye went on to make four biographies. She wrote four books. Whoa. Tammy's a big, uh, big writer. She has a lot to say for somebody who's very loopy. She's very ambitious. I'll give her that. But because God's telling her. So it's like... Because God's in her ear. God's in her ear. He's not in mine. Get him over. Okay. Let's look at the scams of Jim Baker. Uh-oh, this is a recent one. This is from June 2021. So Jim's Jim can't quit. Televangelist Jim Baker's <laughs> church to pay $156,000 to settle case involving fake COVID cure. <gasps> you guys. <laughs> you guys. Oh, my God. You'll never... I don't think you can be, like... Well, he went to prison. He didn't, like, get he went to prison for his scams. Like, I think that, of course, he's going to keep scamming. Yeah. He had viewers of his religious talk show convince people into purchasing fake COVID tests during the early stages of the pandemic. He was pushing fake yes. tests. That, remember that? Remember March 2020 when it was like, no one no. can get tested. We don't have enough tests. <gasps> he and under the terms of agreement, he did not admit to any wrongdoing. Of course, he didn't. Wow, this guy sucks. So, Missouri Republican Attorney General 
Eric Schmidt originally sued Baker in March 2020, yeah, way back there, in order to prohibit the TV minister for selling Silver Solution, which came in gels, lozenges, and liquids as a treatment for the virus on the Jim Baker show, on his streaming show. No. Yes. No. Schmidt's suit said that Baker and his guest named Cheryl Selman referred to by Baker as the neuropathic doctor, falsely claimed the product would cure COVID in 11 episodes of the show, February to March. Those broadcasts, Baker offered to supply the product to viewers who contributed $80 to $125 to the church. Oh, so you had to pay $80 to $125 to the church, and then you get the fake pill. Wow. The snake oil. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's crazy. What I, a vulnerable time, too. This guy crushes it with, like, that's what this piece of shit does. Like, he's really like, he knows exactly what's up and exactly how to get me. It, he has the pulse on life, which is so disappointing because I, so many other people should have, like, a pulse on what's popular, you know, and, like, what's happening. <laughs> and, like, he does. I know. We need to give this gift to other people. Yes. Yeah, so many other people could, like, really be trendsetters than this guy. Ugh. Okay. Oh, this says Jessica Hahn, the one who they had silenced before the sex scandal. She was a 21-year-old church secretary. So, you know, that's that's oh. also upsetting. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Just now to the pieces <laughs> of shit. Oh. Yep, I hate this. He – okay, prior to his resignation, this is way back when, um, he reportedly generated more than $100 million annually. Wow. Wow. I didn't realize that. $100 million. Wow. So this garbage dumpster man just keeps growing. You know, he just keeps going. They always do. They, they do. always do because God told them to. It, it's it's so it's so miraculous, and it's also what drives me crazy is that they say like I'm forgiven, like they forgive themselves, which is such a yes. like obnoxious, like old churchy white man thing of being like, well, look, God, yes. it's like who forgave you? Nobody has. We also think you're shady. <laughs> what are you doing? Wow, 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 wow. what a journey. So. <laughs> So your overall thoughts on the movie and then the overall thoughts on the scam. I just love, it was a visual, like. Visual treat. Feast. Uh-huh. It was so fun to just be staring at all of the the funny house decorations yes. and the, even like the fonts that they use yes, for the like. totally. When we were jumping time, I was obsessed with the look of this movie. Me too. As a movie, I think I was just like, okay. Yes. <laughs> it's like. That was a story. <laughs> yeah. As a movie, I was like, this is too much. It's hard to write a biopic. It's too and fast. this is a good, this is a successful version. Still not great. I am not a biopic person. <laughs> yeah. 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 Still not for me. I'm just not a biopic person. No, it's not. Yeah. Win all the Oscars you want doesn't work for me. And also, <laughs> I will say the transition between child who's brutally honest about being a failure to Tammy Faye speaking to puppets was just yeah. so fast. You know, I wanted to know. So I fast. wanted to see her like fall down a flight of stairs. Like, did she have a lobotomy? Like, did something happen <laughs> that she changed her whole being? How did we get here? How did we get here? Maybe she took pills when she was young. Like, that would have made sense if like she had some sort of like seizure. Like a queen's gambit <laughs> yeah. kind of. So yeah. And then I also wanted Jim to like have worse things happen to him. Like, I didn't really want to like, it kind of put him in not the worst light. And I wanted him to look yes. worse. You know what? You know what it was like. Th- I think I'm so bothered by people who prey on poor people. Yes. For like, I, it, it really grinds my gears. Oh yeah. Of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. So to know that Jim is still doing it. Yeah. And like, did it at all? And we're like, I don't for a minute want to sympathize with this man. No, I don't. And I think they need to show the more trash of him. And the fact that he now this article came out. From Forbes, so we're getting we're getting better with our sources. <laughs> in June twenty third, twenty twenty one. So this movie came out, and after it was shown that he's like a piece of trash, you know, horrible person. So they could have put a little more shit on Jim, but they make it Andrew Garfield yes. as if he's like this sad, nervous gay guy, which is not Jim. Jim was. I mean, he no. might he might have been he might have had homosexual tendencies, and that might have been like a part of his life. But he there was nothing like feeble-ish or nervous about it him. It seems like yeah. Like I don't want to use it as an excuse for why he exploited people. Yeah, just because you're gay doesn't mean that you yeah. can tell people you sell fish oil. Basically, you know, yeah. as as a cure. Yeah. I'm curious though if Tammy Faye was like welcoming to the LGBTQ community because she knew Jim 
might have been gay himself. Yeah. And he's like, I just want to love everyone, including yeah. Jim. I like I'm just more curious about I don't think we got much of Tammy Faye's inner no, story. We didn't. We got like none of it. It just seemed like everyone was being so shitty to her. Right. And like, she just seemed like repeatedly abused. Her response was just to be more she was like, well, I need to escape instead of seeking like any kind of supervised help. No. Or like I need to just become like more and more like beautiful in yeah. my vision of what that is. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted her inner life. Yes. Like, what is she thinking? She has to be aware that this money is going to the wrong place. She's buying mink coats. Yes. And she's buying them for other people and she's buying them for her daughter. And yes. she's like treating people and like there's just this they they did show occasionally her just smiling going like you know it's god's will but that was really the only defense anybody ever gave yeah not yes. like you know this will make me feel happier or this will make you feel happy like sort of there was no other emotional element besides now that might also be like the point of the movie that like it's just like this blinding yeah. decision but yeah. i think you know I just want to see an evolution of those lashes. You know, like, how did yeah. we get here? You know, show like, me the lashes. Show me how we developed. Because in a lot of ways, she is a style icon. I think she looked beautiful. She, she is. There's she a lot about her look I, I can take into my everyday I life. I really loved it. I loved it. There's, I was watching going, I like her. I want to be friends with her. I want to be friends with you when she's... She really was so charming. So charming. I thought that was incredible. And I wanted to be friends with her when she was stoned. Like, I thought, like, all of this was fun. Her her work with the Diet Coke can, I just loved it. Oh, my God. She always has a can of Diet Coke in her purse. I was like, I get it. I love I get it. it. And and she she took out a nail file to open the can because she didn't want to break a nail. Because she's the nail. <gasps> I wanted genius. Just, genius. And I wanted to see about her nails. I, I could have spent, yeah, I could have spent more learning about herself and her clothing and makeup choices. We don't meet her beauty team once. No. I wanted to see her getting her nails done. She must have confided with her nails. Someone who said, like, this might be too long and she's she's got to give the reason why. And yeah. she convinced someone to tattoo black tattoo lip liner. Lip liner. <laughs> Do you think it was black when she got it put on or did it, like, become mm, black? That's really smart. I don't know. I think it was, like, the deepest red and she's, like, a fair lady yeah. and it, like, looks terrible. And then... Because I also want to know what people, like, where did she go get that done? Was the tattoo artist like, this is, you know, verging on being very racist on you? Like, was it a tattoo a... artist or was it, Ooh. like, one of those places that are like, oh, yeah, we do permanent makeup now? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no certificates, nothing. And before and afterwards of, like, people's eyebrows that are, like, across yeah, they their did, head. like, a weekend, <laughs> like, weekend workshop for Botox certificates. <laughs> but that's really like my price range. So like, that's yeah, probably going to be that. my experience. I say that and it's exactly the Groupons. It's I'm exactly. Like, it's exactly. <laughs> I thought that was so, yeah, it's so funny. I just, I did, I wanted to know more about, they showed her at home a lot doing things by herself, but I wanted to know what was happening at that time. You know, like what, yes. was she yes. buying things on? I bet you she bought a ton of stuff on the TV. Like I, I bet, I would want to see her on like the shopping network. I bet oh, she did that. Oh, you're so right. She she would. She would. Because she would she see would. somebody just as excited, just as like preachy, and she would have been like, they're good people because I'm a good person. And yep. I bet she had, uh, if she was alive now, I'd what I'd give to talk about <laughs> the home shopping network with her. She would be a, a true icon. <laughs> she like, really would. She would be at every pride. Every pride. And I think she was, though. I mean, I looked at some photos. Yeah. I think she was at a lot more. And that was missed, too. Yeah. So I don't really, really the show was just like to show how people like, beat up on Tammy Faye, and then that there was something shady going around behind. But would would this be a scam that, that you approve of? Not for me. And then <laughs> would you think you could pull this scam off? Do you think you could? Okay, I think that I... I think I could pull it off. Yeah, you do. I really do. I do think I could pull it off. I think that I would have to sever like any um, of the Catholic, Christian guilt I was raised with. Yeah, like, yeah. I would have to somehow get over that. But I do think I, in a dark headspace, I can yes. certainly manipulate someone and be like, no, 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 this money's going to go towards the thing. And like, I skim a little off the top. And to be clear, have never done that. <laughs> to be clear, have no we will never do that. Do that. I, I describe in detail how I would do it. <laughs> <Be> like, <laughs> oh, constantly, constantly. We watch a movie and I'm like, Alan, he slipped out the back door and then slit her throat. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I have, like, like, it's obvious. I have these very dark solutions to problems. Uh, yeah. So I do get it. So yes, I think I could, I would pull off the skimming because I could convince myself that like we are creating 
a view to others of like how they want to be yes. and and making yes. a fun happy place for them but um the could not sell people fake covid and could not could not oh my god could not no. also like i don't think i I mean, I probably would sit there because I could be duped into sitting there feeling like shit and then people calling and giving money. <laughs> like, I feel like... Here's the thing. I uh, I think this is a scam I would fall for. Yes, yes. That's what I'm... Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could pull it off, but I can definitely fall for yes, it. Yes, I... I would definitely be like, well, what's $40 if it's going to cure my COVID? Because if it works... If it works... That's priceless. I'm laughing at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if these lashes work, look who's looking good. But what if it works? But what if it works? I think she should have, like, definitely sold a lot of makeup because I would have bought that makeup. I want those eyelashes now. She should have, yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder, I think she did have a beauty line, but maybe I'm making that up. Well, let's just say she did. Um, <laughs> And I... She was. She was before Last Tease, and she would have, like, really, really thrived with Last Tease. Oh, my God, you're right. You know, that's really the tragedy. Forget these millions of dollars for these people's homes. She missed the Last Tease time. <laughs> she died too early. It's funny that she looks insane in this movie like Jessica Chastain looks crazy but the real Tammy Faye looks, looks even crazier crazy looks crazy but I but so warm still I'm like so lovely. I do think we'd get along I, I I think we'd be great friends I also like wanted to I wanted to like watch more of her interviews to just sort of like watch the way she charms people like yeah at the very end they had the like yeah. brief press conference and I was like I want to huh. see this. Yeah. I know. So Especially funny. just to think of a real person breaking out in song during a press conference <laughs> outside of a courthouse. Like, think of that actually happening. <laughs> it would be amazing. That is so funny. You're right. <laughs> that is so funny. You're totally right. <laughs> We need more. We need more people to break out in song in courthouses surrounded by lawyers and yeah. like security, and everyone is just like, "Wow, <laughs> wow. Jesus <laughs> found a way through her." Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel and the mic. <laughs> <Just like. laughs> that is so funny, Corinne. Yeah, I agree. I think this movie just gave me such a jolt of joy because it really was so fun so fun it was just so fun it was just so fun and they really didn't show a lot of the sacrificing and sadness that i'm sure people experience <laughs> like they yeah there's no there's no victim <laughs> no. like you don't look at the faces no. of any of the actual people who were like scammed out of money no, people who mortgaged their homes yeah none of that stuff so, yeah, so that's a yeah. really nice that makes you feel good um and then really the only victim is tammy <laughs> and her her diet coke addiction she claims so it it was just fun and goofy and i now i'm like obsessed with her like i want to know about tammy now Oh, yeah. I'm like, so I want to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be your friend. I'm going to buy her albums. <laughs> I'm going to buy four of her books, figure out if I can like understand them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. This was so fun. This was so fun. Where can people like politely stalk you online? Politely stalk me. I mostly post on Instagram. Great. I know she does, guys. My, She's great. I do. I post the stories. I mean, so I'm not really a grid person. Nope. I think I'm going to clear my grid. Yeah, I, I honestly think I will too. So I hate going through it. I hate Like looking it. at my own grid. Yeah. My handle is Corintellectual. It's intellectual with a C-O-R at the beginning. It's so good. It's an old handle. You so know, it's like 2009 handle or something. Mine was cutie Katie 87. <laughs> like it was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid. I love so, it. So that's mine. But yeah, I post there the most. And then CorinneCaputo.com is like where all my fun work is. And she's really funny. We need Thank funny you. at this time. We need We need funny. funny for this sure. time. Thank you so much, Corinne, for coming. Thank you. <laughs> and thank so you to, to Tammy Faye, you know, for thank like shining at light. Faye. Thank you to prosthetics. Thank you to puppets, you. you know. Thank you to fun fonts. Oh, thank you, fonts. The fonts in that movie were so were good. fabulous. Thank you to High Rug Pile. Like, I just love it. <laughs> I love it. I loved it all. It was so cuckoo crazy. And thank you to Cherry Jones for being in her own movie the whole time. <laughs> like, she was in yes. her. Oh, that was, I much appreciated. She was in her own movie. <laughs> <laughs> she was <laughs> Anytime they got to her, I was like, oh, you're somewhere else. I was like, I think this is the audience standing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Not a stitch of makeup, looking just nope. miserable, all freckle-faced. And, you know, that's something I relate to. But just, like, just <laughs> miserable, like she was in a 
like a History Channel documentary, you know? Yes. But yes. really doing the best of that, the best job. She's the best at it. She's the best at it. We crushed it. Oh, this is so fun. Thank you so much, Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.